He's like Harrison Ford now. Like he's like Han Solo right now, and now he's gonna be like Indiana yeah, Jones but, in the Jurassic but, World movies. But no, oh, give really? us the butt, Brooks. Jesus. No, but I love. Go ahead. Brad, I'm glad Brooks is here to be Isn't he still playing the same character every time? Uh, Harrison I mean, Ford does it. Well, I think Harrison Ford's more of a real, like, action. He watches dramas and stuff, like, you know, he, he's done real serious kind of movies, too. The only dramatic role I've seen Chris Pratt in was in that, uh, that, that Mid Lodge movie. Oh, wait. Now that, that the kids broke out, he probably will be in some dramas. But I, I, I love his character in this, but it, it's him, you know, that's his thing. It's, it's just like Owen Wilson always plays the same kind of but guy. Like every, it's like Tom Cruise, though. It's like every big movie star. Like, don't tell me that Harrison Ford's not the same guy in every action movie that he does. That's well, quite, that, that is trademark. But, not in, but, but we're not but celebrating Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford because he was in Regarding Henry. We celebrate him because he was Han Solo in Indiana Jones. That's because we're like, nerds. I don't know that that's a general thing. That's what made him famous, though. That's not some obscure thing that we know. It's not like he's famous <laughs> for other stuff. He's famous for that. But he has respect for the other stuff. When people think of Harrison Ford... He's never won an Oscar. Actor. He doesn't have that much respect. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, I love Chris Pratt. See, I don't, I'm not trying to say I don't. I'm just saying I haven't seen anything from him that isn't the same character... Basically, in a well, he hasn't had that much exposure. He's, he's get he's about to get big in a hurry now. He's great at doing that character, though. He's he's great at that. He's got great comedic timing. He's really I would not have thought up. that that kid. You know, like you say, he's the same in everything, but but I would not having seen him in other things have just automatically said that guy could be like a big star in a big sci-fi action adventure film. As much I as I liked either. him and other things that I saw him in. So so he's not 100% the same character. There's a little range going on here. It's like he's breaking out as an action hero in this particular movie where he wasn't one before. He was super buff, wasn't he? Now he is. He was not before. You see him there, then he, you're like, good grief, what happened to you, dude? He Yikes. bulked up for this movie. He wasn't I like this before. That. I want to bulk up. <laughs> And they make it look so easy in movie actors. Well, when it's your like, job yeah, to work out all day, now. it is easy. I bulked up. It's like, man, you guys, you bulked up big time. Man, dude. when it's, it's your more. job and you can work out for it's four like hours Batista. a day, then you can get that way. Andrew, just, just to give a heads up, Andrew just chimed in on Facebook and kicked them out. Bye, Andrew. Back in. That usually happens. Oh, what? He just popped I'm up again. He just popped up. Is he trying to join? Don't let him join us. He's here. He's here. Dang. Oh, you're back now? 
Like, now they won't be able to hear me. I'm trying to join. It's like, can't join. It's like, oh, I, oh, I, hear, I see I what that's like. I can, I can go about my way. I'm going to go ahead. If they're going to kick down. anyone out, it'd be me because I'm Mr. Ornery. Another thing about <laughs> Superman. I don't like Superman. I was just I talking like about Chris how Chris Pratt. Pratt's terrible and he'll never amount to yeah. anything. What a douche. I mean, it, literally, this guy stole his outfit from the movie so that he could go to, like, hospitals and visit kids as Star-Lord. Oh, you know, that's... He went, cool. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, you wonder, like, hopefully this isn't just a marketing thing, but this guy sounds like the nicest guy in the world. Because he went, he went to a, nice a screening, guy, like, mm -hmm. unannounced, and then he stayed to, like, take pictures with all the kids. Funny. Like, everybody that was there that wanted to take pictures with him and it's like he took pictures with all of them I think this guy is like the guy you want to see become a movie star because he gets it oh cause he also started I off I feel like he's a lot man. like his character I think he's just that guy he's that goofy nice kind of get along and then he just gets karate. ripped and he can be the leading man in movies <laughs> that's yeah. really what happens then he becomes oh, cool. Johnny he's got karate. just enough dramatic chops to pull off the emotional stuff We'll see if he gets like serious. We'll see. So I mean, we'll see how his emotional work in Jurassic. I'm not comparing him to Harrison really. Ford as far as an actor, but what I'm saying, and I'm not saying he can't act. I mean, maybe, but I'm saying that he's he's sort of nailing that market. Like he's Han Solo. He's, he's about to become like Philly a Jurassic World guy. Direction where it's like Jurassic World's like his Indiana Jones. Like he's about to be like this major action adventure kind of star. Yeah, he, I'm not trying to like. Okay, if you want to compare to Harrison Ford, though, even Han Solo and Indy have moments of, like, dark seriousness, too. Yeah, like they when that, that dude was that, pulling that other dude's heart out. That was dark. Going on under... He's, like, afraid of them snakes, yo. Well, I'm saying there's some depth to those characters <laughs> yeah. that isn't written into the story. It's something Harrison Ford brings to it. He it brings kind of a, a gravitas. <laughs> and I love Chris Pratt, but I don't see like, a lot of gravitas in him well, yet. I, don't see, I, 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 I agree with that as far as... I, that's what I'm saying. And I'm not comparing him to Harrison Ford in that respect, but I'm saying he's he's taking on that kind of role, that kind of dynamic action-adventure kind of role. And yeah, Harrison Ford has a sort of smoldering countenance that that he's played on. But when you look at his career overall, it it's not like he has graduated much past that. Yeah, he's a, he's he can be very intense, Grumpy. but I don't think he's graduated much past action adventure. And even as an as an older man, he's still trying to do that genre because he's never yeah, he graduated done. past that. That's true. He, in the '90s, he was still you know doing respectable stuff, but. I don't know, man. The past 10, 15 years, he's been making But he's always foods. done commercial things. I see what you're saying. He's never done, like, a lot of Oscar bait. You know, like, a yeah. lot of I'm, crazy. He did. He did stuff like Mosquito Coast. Uh, that's Mike, he called Rome a toilet in that movie. He didn't go full retard or anything. <laughs> he went straight no, through Rome, Georgia, and called the whole town a toilet. And that's only people from Rome, Georgia are allowed to do. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Nobody teases my family but me. Exactly. I don't want nobody dating my sister but me. <laughs> There's no actor that I probably had more as a, of a kid crush on than Harrison yeah. Ford. Sure, I mean, he's, he's my he favorite is, actor he's from He's come life. across, in real life, I've seen many interviews where he comes across as kind of a pretentious yeah, jerk. I think, I mean, and he, he has really no does. cause to be pretentious because most of the stuff he's in is nerdy. 
he mm. trashes Star Wars, and I'm like, we well, wouldn't be anybody without yeah. that. You should never trash He trashed, he trashed um, Anchorman back. too. He trashed Anchorman too. That part he did in there, he's like, what? I don't know, it was just this thing I did in it. Blah blah. He's probably oh, not even going to show. But he'll show. do Hollywood homicide. Or something. Oh, I'm like, of course they're going to show that in Anchorman. You have money. Yeah. You don't have to do that. He did that, that movie with Anne Hayes. Bad movies. Oh, it was horrible. Seven yeah. days, six nights, or some crap. Oh, yeah. Like you're choosing these roles, Mr. Ford. You don't yeah. need the money. You didn't, yeah, you're, you're not. It's choosing. not quantum leap. You didn't Cowboys wake up aliens. doing that. You're like, you, ah, man, you signed Cowboys a contract. That movie was awesome. You loved it. Yes. What bothers so much fun. What bothers fun, me really bad about it, Cowboys and Aliens is that he <laughs> that had to be talked into doing me. that movie because like John Favreau had to sit down and explain his vision. Is like, oh, okay, now I'll make it. It's like, guess what? It's still shit. It had everything going for it. I looked. Daniel Craig. You know, honestly speaking, really I was wild. just having Legend a conversation Wars. with someone about why Cowboys versus Aliens didn't work. And I it, should watch it again. I'm it's it this. First five seconds of the movie, James Bond shows up with a magic bracelet given to him by aliens. The movie's a sci-fi picture from the beginning that just happens to have cowboys in it. And you're like, why are these cowboys in the sci-fi picture? But if it opened like Predator, you know, it's like we're we're commandos in the jungle, and then there's an alien running around. We get it. It's like, oh my god, this is like some. And then all of a sudden, you're like, wait a second, there's aliens and stuff. Then you get it. But but the tone of the movie is the genre of the film is a sci-fi genre from the very beginning. So you don't appreciate the cowboy aspect of the movie. I heard Vin Diesel's in playing Brute. It's weird that he never really talks. It's kind of an odd choice. And why, why even pick and some how much did he get paid dude? for that, too? <laughs> yeah, just to, just to say, I am Groot, like, four different uh, ways. He says, we are and Groot, which is heartbreaking. That's a great moment. We That's are Groot. Yeah. We are all Groot. <laughs> I know. I just thought that was <laughs> right? I thought that was weird, you know? I just thought it was a weird choice that... They could have gotten any voice yeah, all actor. His best movies Let's see, what, what's kind of funny about that is that they well, could have probably taken like, like, clips like from previous Vin Diesel Groot. movies <laughs> and done his, you know, his whole script, his whole dialogue. They just took clips from his audition actor. tape and didn't pay him. I just think he's got bad choices, but I think he's got the potential. He's got gravitas. I like him, but I don't think he has gravitas. Man, how about Bradley Cooper's performance, though? Like that's amazing. Uh, like if I you, didn't if even. You, that's the thing. Yeah. You like, look at it. You would, go, that's, and I wouldn't have recognized. You would never know it's him. Really. And then I was like, "What?" Well. <laughs> they cast a guy primarily known for his face. His voice and I stuff. Love that. Yeah, you thought they did stuff to his voice, but if you watched the behind the scenes thing, that's him. Yeah, doing that. They chose yeah, him it doing it live. Like it. Like, oh my goodness! I think he does a great job. And I love again how they find these little sort of emotional arcs for all the characters where you kind of. You, you kind of feel bad for Rocket, yeah. Money. When he has yeah. this sort of like breakdown, like, it's like, "Oh my God, you know, I'm a raccoon, and y'all make fun of me." It's like, "Oh, that is kind of sad." I thought that was one of the best parts. Oh, he has like yeah, Napoleon. Yeah. You actually yeah, do like, feel he's for like, him. You know, he calls me a rodent. He yeah, called me a he called me vermin. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that is horrible." It reminds me of myself. To just call someone vermin. Yeah. And you can mm. see that that implies such a much of a relationship between him and Groot too, because that moment you understand their relationship. They're these shelter for you know, <clears> Yeah, because before that they're Han Solo and, and Chewbacca. Yeah, but... absolutely. But I'm not yeah. finished with my Groot okay, questions. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I am Groot. Like Superman was are better there, because I mean, sorry, <laughs> I, we know that Groot is a rare thing because the collector, when he sees him, recognizes what he is. He's like, "I will pay for your carcass or whatever." But I mean, Groot seems to be all powerful, well, like did, crazy, powerful. ridiculously powerful. Well, yes. limited. Well, like, he, he is sort of an question. elemental kind of. But, sort but of capable, but, I mean, he but can capable grow, of more than you think he would be. Anything yeah. he wants, he can. He's stronger than 
anything imaginable. Well, he didn't grow like to know, like huge like skyscrapers. Yeah, he didn't grow like redwood well, tie. No, but I mean he. But he probably I'm can. Just saying, it's it's it's. Uh, he eats his own blood. Well, then, but good. then he got destroyed, <laughs> he and it's going to take months to grow back. You know who long, how long it takes for him to actually. So he's yeah. not super. However well, long even it that takes makes him to make it look a like he's immortal. Oh, he you is. Know, I, like, I think of him as some guy? kind of weird immortal. Being yeah, he's being a, like a like a swamp thing. He's like an. Is element. he a one of a kind? A or is yeah, he's a one of a kind. Brooks, because they lost the ant wives. Yeah, that's true. He's so cute. He's so cute. Is he kind of like a Bombadil kind of character? He's like an ant. You know, that's like what he's weird... like. I think he is sort of an, a deus ex machina. When we call him like an elemental figure, I think in terms of the story, he is like in the same sort of sense of like Chewbacca, because Chewbacca seems like a gentle soul, like who's caught up in this sort of criminal activity. But the reason but he does is... it is because of his loyalty to Han Solo, and that's a group is sort of that I mean, way. The most, the touching stuff between that is when he wants to save C three PO and all that stuff. But this is cool because he is. He's so detached, and he has this thing, and he's funny, and he's doing all this thing, and he has like, feels like he's like a good kind of gently beast. But the fact that he he, but he seems aloof, right? But the fact that at the end that he, I didn't think well, so. but it doesn't I seem aloof, but he just seems like that at the end he does that. You're like, oh, like he is the protector of these things. He's like their spirit animal in that way too. Like I think that's really powerful when he does this thing, and he kind of brings that sense of wonder, not just at that point, but earlier when he You kind of wonder why cave. he's hanging out with Rocky. Well, because I mean, he knows, like I mean, but that, that strength, that, that talks... Yeah, but that backstory yeah, would basically be the same backstory as Han Solo and Chewbacca. Let's assume that something yeah, but, happened that bonded those two characters. It's not really worth exploring. There's no way Rocky saved Root Ro- Rocky? That's the way Han supposedly Why are we calling him Rocky? Yeah, but yeah, he's I don't not think... A squirrel. Yeah, Rocket. 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 But I think that's the implication. I'm sorry. I think the implication is that like Rocket thinks he kind of conned Groot into following him and doing stuff, but Groot's there to protect. Groot's Rocket, looking out. You know, like, well, yeah, Groot's clear. But I don't think that's how Rocket, Rocket thinks that he protect. You know, Rocket. he's like, oh, I got this guy to follow me. But then he's like, I love this. You know, he's my brother and stuff. I think there's a lot of weird implied emotionality when you start to think. I don't about know. It. There's kind of there's a really f- nice moment at the end when he thinks Groot is dead and he's just sitting there, sort of oh, just yeah. bawling. Yeah. Like a and then Drax yeah. comes and sits next to him. That's a great shot where he comes. And, and he, and there's he so keeps many these moments. I just and, and to me, like, and to me, that's really that's the part. That's the magic. Of the I movie. cannot yeah. stress yeah. enough well, how much I crave yeah. that yeah. in yeah. stories. It's like you take these characters who all seem really dark and sort of jaded, and then within like an hour of the movie, they're all just clinging to each other for dear life because you realize yeah. how much I mean, they need that, and they just become friends. Even in the Avengers, I don't always. I, I don't. Feel like they've become yeah, friends in the Absolutely. same sense. Yeah, and, but, and I didn't feel at all in the Avengers like there was any really emotional. And like you said, I mean, the Star know. Wars really needs to pay attention. I mean, this is way more reverent than Star Wars. Star Wars needs to be, you know, it probably needs to be a little more. Yeah, like, Star nostalgic. Wars does not need to be goofy. But it needs, huh. but it needs to have emotion. A definitely, you need that. Yeah. Needs to have action. You need to have yeah. these kind of ironic sentiment. Is what you need. It doesn't have to be cheesy, but unironic, uh, unironic sentiment is what you need. But you have to have a few moments like the first one won't be that way. It'll just be people running around spaceships. Oh, absolutely! I wonder is not silly. Yeah, but that's you just don't want it to be. No, no, no. But I'm saying that's a key element that this has above any Marvel movie, and it it happens. it, It always has to do with Groot. But the fact that it, they have these magical moments where you're like, it's very childlike. This movie, and it's like the original Star Wars, like the. They had these kind of moments you're like, oh my god, this is this is not this kind of Let me break it down for you. The reason <laughs> that what makes Star Wars different <laughs> than these movies, these movies are great emotionally and fun, but Star Wars felt like a real 
world. It's mythic. And these, yeah. these don't feel which, real. Which they, and if they could do ones. that with Star Wars, have a real feeling environment but with this, tone, though, with this yeah, kind of like, fun, kind of hard, then I I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all about it. I think I love that that they're using but, practical. You know, it's so wonderful too. It's like Star we think Wars about that. Series. It's like, well, they're, they're different people, but it's the same company. Yeah. Well, that's why so I love. Can do the Have same you seen thing, that? So. Have you seen the pictures? <laughs> what? Of the yeah. X-Wings and well, the droids. J.J. Abrams is very, like, he wants to real shoot props. a film, he wants to use practical effects, because he knows what the criticisms are of the of the prequels, and, you know, he may agree with them in that respect, too. And I'm, and... They had that thing come out, like, a couple of days ago, where they had that, where he revealed the winner of that contest, but he's, like, the note is being held by, like, a, you know, an arm, like a mechanic, like, Luke's hand or whatever. The, oh, you know, like oh, the... Man. Did you say, did you say, Greg, that you asked, is that thing rendered or real? That thing's real. That X-wing, that oh, the X-wing, Hunter. yeah, that's totally real. So somebody asked, asked, I, I didn't ask it, but somebody on my message string did, and, yeah. and my guess was that that the cockpit was real, but the the rest of the ship, no, nah, that whole thing is real. Written. Okay, they built everything. They're building real. They built props, the entire Millennium so Falcon. They built all that stuff. Allow me to be, uh, allow me to be silly. I give them props. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But I'm so glad that they're doing that. I'm so glad that he's shooting on film because you know, if nothing else, they, this movie has a solid chance of looking like. I like a Star how Wars they, movie. they had that article. Yeah, the other day. it might and not that seems feel to be like what one. he's really shooting for. Yeah, yeah he's really worried. They about had that article the other day. We'll I see saw if it where feels it like one or not. Christopher Nolan. God, I hope we don't screw it said up. Christopher Nolan, J.J. Abrams, Martin Scorsese, and maybe Quentin Tarantino or somebody's like they're the people that are trying to they're keeping the film stock companies in business oh buying Kodak. Yeah. yeah they're like making a contract with Kodak but it's like those four or five directors cause like because Christopher Nolan's like I'm not shooting on digital and J.J. Abrams J.J. Abrams can't do his lens flare on you know digital so he wants to keep <laughs> oh, oh he doesn't do lens flare on film that's added in no he does do it it absolutely is yeah. and watch this all well, he must be stopped have you watched it he's not shooting those shots <laughs> shoots in us in space Brooks he shoots well no not that that's not where it is but in the if you watch the Star Trek special features he's shining a flashlight into the lens at any rate <laughs> I worry I appreciate that. He must be but he should understand that it just looks like after effects like, I get it <laughs> I appreciate that Abrams is I, I'm glad he's trying to make the movie look like a Star Wars movie but you know taking it back to Guardians I think Guardians was successful in a way that the Star Trek movies the new ones are not Sure. Well, they didn't have the heart. The new Star Trek movies are trying to build like this idea that these guys are kind of different, but they become a family. They become close, and I never really buy it. I never really buy that Spock and Kirk are that. You know, that well, because close they don't have the heart of this, and I think J.J. Abrams has, a, yeah. has an yeah. advantage going into this because we have so well, much built in. Especially with these old characters. Well, the moment you see those characters on screen again, you're like, whoa. You don't think Star Trek had built in? Yeah, but it's different in? actors. Yeah, here's though. the different thing, actors. though. Here's what I believe, like. When it comes to how they built up those stories, was what works for Guardians of the Galaxy is that we have no built-in expectation for the story. Where when you're doing a Star Trek movie, they felt like they had to do all these different things. So building the character relationships was sort of an afterthought in the well, middle Star of trying Wars, to do all these. See, I, I don't think it's anything other than just. But in JJ Guardians of the Galaxy, Abram, the whole what? movie was about building those relationships and the action of the movie was fed by those relationships. Well, that's... So that's, that's all they worked on. That's kind of the way I was... That's what I was sort of about to say, but my my thing is is that J.J. J. Abrams just makes movies too damn fast. I mean, he just... Well, I think probably that's true. The, the emphasis on the action takes away from character development. Yeah. I worry about that, because that, that's what I worry about with Abrams and Star Wars movies. But 
He's only doing the one, and I think yeah. he's trying so hard to make it an homage to the original films that I don't think you have to worry about him, like messing up the pacing that way. I don't know. No, I just worry about him. I don't. It depends on what. It depends on what he. It depends on what he considers a Star Wars Trek. movie to be. Is it an action flick, yeah, or is true. it? Or, it depends on what he enjoys. Yeah, or is it a character-driven, you, know? you know, epic? I mean, it's it's, you know, it it, it just depends on what he thought was cool about about star wars and based on and based on how he screwed up star trek to me it's like he likes space battles i mean that's yeah but he doesn't understand star trek i don't think that i don't think you did i mean you look at star i mean from somebody from the outside you look at star trek you're like well it is like these battle scenes and it's how do we amp that no he you're right he doesn't understand star trek but i think he understands i don't know i think i i'm gonna take the benefit of the doubt see star wars is not just space battles either i mean i think that's where george lucas started losing i know but i think he gets hard and stuff too like there's his movies like that Super 8 movie which is not a good movie in plot I love the character moments in that movie like I think that is true I think, and even Star Trek I think the plot even the, especially the second one I think the plot in those are kind of dumb but I like some of the character moments I think and if he has a company mm-hmm. where they're like we're gonna set out the plot and we're all gonna decide together what this is this is a huge thing like these Marvel movies but he can kind of work in character moments I don't know I think that could be good I mean I feel like the Star Trek movies were forgettable and Absolutely. Well, I definitely yeah. feel that way about the second. I, I like the first. I liked one. the first one, but but I I did it. I didn't. I, didn't I thought like the second one was a mess. I liked both of them I in like a way, but them. I. I know. I don't. I no. can barely remember yeah, the first one. I know he had like no, a giant I, I, drill. I, that's a permanent. And thing. he was gonna drill them. <laughs> that's that's true. all I really Greg, remember. Greg likes temporarily, but he <laughs> we did that. We did. Yeah, you didn't like the first one. We loved it, and then we came it out of the second one. We loved it, and we're like, "That suck, Greg." Like we're like, "Greg, that was terrible." No, no, I thought he got it pretty good. Then like a month later, like we have it on, we have it on tape, Greg. No, you guys liked it too. No, you guys liked it. We liked it immediately, but then better than we like it now. Well, same with me. I liked it. But I liked it. I liked it immediately. But then I, I started after repeat I viewing. I, thought, I, I think I'm going to have to direct you back to the episode, and you can. It but speaks it's not, for man, itself. That's the thing. I think J.J. Abrams can make it, a movie. And if you look at, I mean, but he's writing it, but the other guy wrote it. What, and what Lawrence movie has Kasdan's he done that's though. been great? What? Uh, what what Abrams movie has what, been memorable? What has great? he directed that's like what is well directed, or what is what is like some perfect? What movie? has been, what has been memorable? And impactful as a movie. That's something that you look but, back that's and go, not what man, makes I can a movie. watch that again the and again. As a director, yeah, what do you mean? story and everything in it. Like, he can... The Star Wars uh, movies yeah. are directed... I mean, the Star Trek movies Should are I direct you to cool. I mean, uh, Regarding Henry? He did. Good movie. Yeah, he wrote that. <laughs> yeah. He wrote Armageddon, well, too. Well, that's not something I want to watch over <laughs> and over again, either. Yeah. That's like... Uh, yeah. That's on the other side of the seesaw. Great. He wrote Forever Young... That's Thanks. true, which was good until the end. That's when he was Jeffrey well, Abrams. <laughs> I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just well, saying I, I, I agree with you when you say opinion. what makes him a great director in terms of films. But I like Super Eight. It just didn't have a great plot, but he wrote it. I mean, I think I almost he wish wrote it and directed and years. But I almost wish it Spielberg was He's involved. I think that would be fun. Although I do, I do think that Spielberg doesn't always get it either. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's hit and miss. But, but when he hits, I always, no, I, I do regret that I always thought it would be fun to see because when they were doing the prequels, there was a rumor that he was going to direct one of them, and I always thought 
It, yeah, it would have been, it awesome. been fun to see Spielberg do or, a Star Wars They movie. always said that he... They, I mean, yeah. Then he saw Phantom Menace. He's like, nuts, nah, your baby. Well, before that, they... He, or he, he's like, he read hey, the script. Yeah, you yeah, that's what happened. Because he goes... George asked him to direct the Phantom Menace, and he's like, yeah, it's your baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I read the script. I think you could have... He's a control freak, man. That's... I mean, yeah. It's, exactly. I think we're... I, I'm going to be... I like the way... this. It can't be worse than Phantom Menace, guys. I'm, I mean, I'm so there. I'm with you. It's like, so it's be I'm with you on oh, all yeah. that stuff. I mean, dude, I'm When I'm you said they were going to do an Indiana Jones movie with Bradley Cooper, I was excited. It's like uh, the, the bar's at yeah, so, yeah, a different place than it used to be. I would have not have thought so, but now I think that's this, a, that's you know, a after line. watching this... After watching Guardians, I'm like, okay, yeah. you know, he can pull bear off Bear in mind, weird Disney, things. like, all the relationships are in place now. So, bear that in mind, Disney. <laughs> it's yours to lose. But can Bradley Cooper be... And Indiana Jones reboot be, is a great be, idea. Yeah, it should well, be the American... Be yeah, it should be the American James Bond. I mean, I think you... Because I've so never serialized. seen a Bradley Cooper be serious in a movie. I haven't watched all his he's, movies, but... I've seen him be serious enough to do an Indiana Jones serious. Yeah, I he's mean, done some good dramatic stuff. Serious enough that you think he could be a dangerous yeah. guy because Indiana Jones. I think he, it, can. he always like this guy. I actually he think he's a good choice. When his name came up, I thought, you know, if someone's going to remake, I think he's got. I think he's got all the elements that I would like to see. Have in you guys that ever seen that that actor studio video Louis C.K. thing with him? Where Louis oh, C.K. Yeah, has that bit like, about he's like anybody asking a question. At the actor studio is never going to be famous, and then it's cut between Bradley Cooper went to that school or whatever it is, and he shows him on TV asking <laughs> questions to Robert guy. De Niro and all these things like, "Hi, sir, my name's Bradley Cooper. I'm an acting student." Like, and it's him. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> yeah, one. The only one. That's, that's probably what they advertise <laughs> yeah. on now. <laughs> Bradley Cooper went here. Yeah, exactly. He's in all the brochures now. Well, when you think about it, I'm sure a lot of like well-to-do people may, went to that school, but just to find one who actually asked the question. On TV multiple times, like shows, three or four times. Yeah. That you could but when he does that, you can see that something. ambition. Like he's really you know, focused and stuff. I, I think he's a good – I like him. I like oh, him. Yeah. I like him yeah. a lot. But, yeah, I, I thought that was a fun idea, him. As and, the, and like you said, this rocket like, thing shows you, I mean, how his range is. Who would have thought he would do that, you know? He was. He was. Yeah. Uh, it's like, why would yeah. you just get some voice actor? I mean, who cares? It gives me hope, but now yeah. I want to see him. When in they a get Vin Diesel role. to play, I was like the this guy literally costs eight million more than a voice actor would have cost, you know, to do that part. But they didn't. So, I mean, well, that's why I thought it was an odd choice because you know they had to pay a deep, probably not eight million, but they probably had I to bet, pay some money. Yeah, I bet Bradley Cooper gets ten million a movie. I mean, no, I'm talking about Vin Diesel. I, I bet, bet he Diesel doesn't get from doing that. That's like I don't get that for voiceover work, I would think. But the yeah. thing is, yeah, they, it's probably they're not getting as much because there's not yeah. as much. But, but for that half an hour time. he spent doing but, Iron know, Groot, I'm sure he didn't get ten million for that. probably record that. And, that is probably yeah. the most overblown budget this year. I am like Groot. how much he got paid for that. That's probably the most I've ever heard Vin Diesel talk in a movie. Zing! Yeah, that is true. Like you're talking about him, not him <laughs> acting. I think his best <laughs> movies are when he doesn't act in like Pitch Black. Wow, or you really showed him, Sean. I'm sure he's crying in his trailer now. Yeah. It's definitely his broadest range. Because of you. <laughs> yeah. You know that, Take that, <laughs> Diesel. Did you know that Diesel's like a huge Dungeons and Dragons yeah, player? Did you know that? Isn't that yeah, weird? he's a big fat nerd. He's not fat. So, uh, you ever see a video of him when he was breakdancing as a kid? You ever see that oh, video? I saw that. Yeah. That's pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, we used to be a famous like breakdancer. cinematic history. <laughs> you guys have still haven't watched that, have you? Where he's kind of drunk. And no, he, I need to find that. Talk. Have you it's watched like, it, John? It's like when I yeah. fought the rock. It's like film history. That's what he talks about. No, I haven't but seen he's that. But he's like drunk. I've heard he's about it. He's kind of press junket. See, yeah. 
It's Fast and Furious. But, uh, I don't want to make fun of Diesel, though. I mean, he does, like he does his thing. He's how great. cool was Brolin, though? Hopefully they'll work out the design was, more because the characters of... still look kind of cartoony. Yeah, but yeah. that was a great shot. Yeah, great but the voice shot. and the it was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Pulling like away and seeing him smile was cool. I was like, yeah, that's pretty awesome. You could, I like, like that well, you could trace Josh Brolin like in his face. The only child I see here is you. <laughs> it's like, yeah. such a badass. I like how Josh Brolin's like, I don't know what the hell this thing is. I'm just doing this thing for I come in and say these lines. But he brings a real feel of badass. I didn't badass recognize Karen Gillian from Dr. Zombie. I wish that character had more screen time. Nebula, she, she's she a I thought it was Rachel Lee Cook, cool I swear to God. I know. You, what the hell? Oh, the, well, the I knew it was her because I knew daughter? she was in it, so I mean. We knew it was her because was we saw the it other a couple years ago. Well, yeah, that was the blue oh, one. Did you recognize Nathan Fillion? Thanos' Thanos actual daughter, right? That's no, actual she's actual daughter. Yeah, she's, she's just another no, one of them. No, she's not the actual daughter they're either. Both adopted, she was also she was taken. more acclimated. Oh, wow. I figure she's blue. I mean, they're all... Thanos isn't blue, would you think? She was, she was more, creepy. Well, more racism, you know what? More racism. I would well, like to see red her. <laughs> All right, that's getting I would like to see to... them take someone that... Okay, I want them to take someone that looks just like her and make them into the Sith bad guy yeah, in Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. she looked cool. She looked really cool. Yeah. It's scary. And she emoted and, you know, they have that. that. Like, she actually did a good job Clone acting cartoons through all of that, that scary makeup just like that. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, who knows uh, what they do. I just that. watched the preview thing, like, that, that opening short for Rebels. It looked kind of dumb. Rebels. Yeah, it does. I it looks really that. dumb. Clone Wars, I never watched that Clone Wars cartoon, but I realized that, that Clone Wars cartoon is not for kids either, though. Because I was like, I have, no, I, I've kept, pretty, Alex pretty from, I've kept Alex from Star Wars stuff, and, like, because I'm like, I'm just going to wait. Always. All prequel cool stuff, can, especially. We're going to wait. But I was like, well, let me just watch the beginning of this with her. And it's like, it just start, it starts with Dooku and talking about politics stuff. I'm like, yeah, this is not, she's not digging this. No, that's like, yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah, but that's the like, thing I didn't like well, about, my buddy, watched my buddy Joe. <laughs> it's like the movies, which have been animated, really. Well, it's like, there was a weekend no, where my buddy Joe came and stayed with, with us, and it was him and his girlfriend and her six year old. And, uh, we were watching. I put on like Clone Wars because I thought it was like a Star Warsy thing, and he could care. He didn't care one thing about that. But I ended up putting like Godzilla movies on. He was like all about the Godzilla movies. Yeah, that would be awesome for kids. He's like, so that's your level. It's like Clone Wars is just like a bunch of boring talky talky talky. But like Godzilla is like a man in rubber suit wrecking stuff. Wars is, um, I like the, the way they did the intro. Yeah, I haven't only I like seen the, the first season, but I love the, you know. The rebels are attacking. You know the empire's gaining ground. Oh, you know what, Sean? Voiceover they did at the beginning of this. You told me forever to do it, and I actually started. I got an Audible because a subscription, but I, I got the first Thrawn book. Oh, really? It's like the twentieth anniversary, and it's actually pretty cool. I don't know if you guys have listened to it. The first, the heir to the empire trilogy. Is it it dramatized or is it just? Well, no, it's one guy, but he does an incredible. Well, I was really impressed because he does an incredible job. Of doing the voice, you know, because audiobook guys are weird because they subtly just do the cadence of somebody. Mm-hmm. And with this, he had actors, yeah. and he can do Luke really well, and he can do Obi Wan Kenobi. It's like, oh my god, this is like watching because they do. Oh, I they have sound that. effects in it, and then they have the music in it too. And you're like, oh man, that wasn't you know that storyline. It didn't feel Star Warsy, but it was yeah, interesting. Don't, don't spoil it for like, me. He did I'm a good job. The first one. No. Okay, I, 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 I thought it was I very. Won't. But there's like, some. I was, but the only thing the weird time, about this, I, I really thought it felt Star Warsy more than anything. Way, what, feels, way more so than anything they've ever done. What's sad for them ever is like that launch, that expanded universe, and that trilogy of books was as close as they ever got. 
So is that is it like yeah. diminishing returns after this one? Oh yeah, it is. Oh it my is. god, I haven't what read is all the of other, them. Um, the, the other Thrawn, the Hand of Thrawn, is that good? Is that I haven't read those. I'm gonna read those. That's a like That's a, the they call that, that a duology. But it was like five. Yeah, it was is two years. Yeah, it was like two. It was like five years what, later. Specter of the more. Past and Vision of the Future are the names of those books, and I haven't actually ever read them. I didn't know they existed until years later. So I'm gonna get told back for those. Yeah. You, but uh, I told that kid that it's a solid sci-fi story. It sounds cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued by this Thrawn character so far. I think the Thrawn character is really and they're cool. fun. The, they're a lot of fun. The kind of, I mean, it really does play like. I mean, of course they're gonna go 30 years later, but if they did a movie right after, it's like, yeah, this is how this the is the way it would go. But there's yeah, so many fun like callbacks to the the movie trilogy in those books too. He he. Pays the only a thing weird about that it's the 20th anniversary, like the remaster audio, so they redid it or something. And his voices are incredible for most of the. And his C three PO awesome. He does it really. He does the voices. His Han Solo, it's a little weird. I don't think you should be there, Chewie. Like he does this kind of John Wayne kind of thing. You're like, eh. I want to Who's the, Is right. this the unabridged version that you you got? <laughs> yeah, it's the unabridged. It's on Audible. It's like a silver cover. It's like the 20th anniversary. I don't see the readers. Well, I downloaded. Send me a link. I will. To I'm starting to listen to it. It's pretty cool. I like it because it, it has the music, and you can't resist. Oh, That's yeah. what it's going to be about this new movie. It's like no matter what happens, that Luke's theme's going to come in, and you're like, oh man. <laughs> There's going to be. Is Will yeah, John this... Williams doing it? I was reading an article yeah, that said John Williams so is doing the these... music because okay. we live in a civilized world and there are rules. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, awesome. so what that means is that every 30 plus year old is going to be sitting there weeping in the theater. Because yeah. like, oh it's going to be about yeah. the last chance because you're going to get for that. We know that hot. Weeping for. Yeah. yeah, there could be good weeping or well, bad. You know that Han Solo is going to die. Like he's good. obviously going to die. That's like one of those things, like the Game of Thrones trailers. Like he's Harrison yeah, Ford really, might die during die the film. Yeah. I think they're, they're all going to die. He's already part. broken his arm. Like, I mean, they might all die. Who knows? I mean, I think they're going to keep Obi-Wan around to do the kind of Obi Wan kind of thing. And he's this. That's what's wild to me is that he's the same age. Hopefully uh, not. They, hopefully well, they will he'll, he'll, he'll die, but Man, he'll come back as a ghost. It's heartbreaking that, that first the first Thrawn book starts with him uh, with Luke, and he has the right cadence of Luke and everything. It's very kind of strange, but that's a heartbreaking scene where it's like the first where Obi Wan comes to him. He's like, "I'm leaving you. Like I can't come, you know, communicate with you anymore. I've, I've gone far past. Like, oh my God, he's actually dying now." You know but, what I liked about that story is from our I remember none of the good guys. Go to a dark place. So no, many of the it's, it's, expanded universes, Luke turning to the yeah. dark side, and all this crap. He was like, that's tonally not speaking, that's not what it's about. He was so in tune with what the tone of those stories. Yeah, especially been. just. I mean, I've only read like the first three or four chapters, so I'm not that far. But it starts to get into the cool factions. You have the rebels, and you're like, oh yeah, it starts to be realistic. You start to realize, oh yeah, they didn't it, take over the entire. I, I think thing. you'll enjoy it. There are some issues. There are some things that he does in those stories that I take issue with. But overall, I I really enjoyed. And especially at the time those came out, it was a long time since any Star Wars had hit the scene at all, and you were really starving for Star Wars. And there's just something extremely yeah. nostalgic about those particular books. These came out like 1991. I was too yeah. young to read that then. <laughs> like nine, so I yeah. couldn't read them then. But yeah, so. yeah, I got the last two of those on uh, in hardback. I, I, I mean, I, I have all three in hardback. Yeah, I remember or, seeing them in the bookstore. Man, that was so cool, just like walking by. Oh yeah, it's I, seeing, I, mean, like, yeah I got so excited and talking it, to people yeah. about them. It was that first one I saw on paperback. It was I didn't. How I didn't have an opportunity by that one. I didn't know even out. I used to buy them the second they came out, like so I'd have these nice store bought editions. But I liked having 
book club editions of books one to read one to save so <laughs> well what i did what i ended up doing is i would get the book club editions then i would mail the other editions to this girl that i liked uh-huh. this is this impressive yeah and she would say thanks and that was that there's a limited edition there's only like there's only like 20,000 of these let me give you a hint Sean Girls aren't into Star she Wars. She liked books. those. I sent them to him because she uh-huh. liked them. I met her at a convention. Yeah, no reaction. That wasn't no reaction the problem. Not liking right Sean. That's... Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't the book she didn't you like. Them. Yeah, they're fine. They're they're great. I love them. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the issue. <laughs> yeah, the I, I books um, she liked. Was fine. I'm impressed. Like I've been blown away. By I the think first it's unfair chapters. for us to say that all the other things are bad because none of us have read. Well, Sean's There's read so lot, much, dude. It. I have I've I've covered a lot of ground. Don't you want to write a book about? I'm still that I'm still working on because there's so much stuff. You flip a rock and you're like, oh my god, more Star Wars expanded universe. And I'm just trying to get to like 1999. I'm not trying to do the whole thing. Man, look at that. (laughs) Well, it's like you have those three books, and then like the very next. Well, the very next book was the Trusset Bakura, and the Trusset Bakura was just a lame generic. Oh yeah, yeah, that was crap. But, so that Shadows so what, of the Empire yeah. stuff was all. So what should cool. I do after oh, these three books? Then should they read any of them or what? Uh, I'll send you. I'll send you some stuff. Let me look over. Some, I'll send you some do, stuff. We should, we should do an episode up, but, on this. Let's so do an episode. We've been talking about it forever. Through this, you you make a okay. roadmap well, through the expanded universe. Maybe when you finish Heir to the Empire, or maybe when you finish that whole trilogy, maybe yeah. we'll go from there. I'm only you know thirty six yeah. hours yeah, away. Yeah, you should get the trilogy under your belt at least. And They're about 12 hours a piece. I'd be so useless on that episode because I'm like the Star Wars nerd, but I have read none of those things hardly. Mm-hmm. I read that trilogy, That's but I've, I've not read hardly anything Such a else. departure from other episodes. Yeah, there's that because, trilogy. There's another I mean, trilogy that came out. They're all trilogies for all. The Jedi Academy trilogy is. There's a Jedi Academy trilogy that was fun, but it's the guys trying to emulate Timothy's on, but a, he's not as the good. The secret is the, the audio sort of, of this, though. Have you read all the Rogue, like Rogue Squadron books yet? I never read any the Rogue Squadrons. Yeah, I read the audio. They read by Michael Stackpole, and I've read a couple of his other books that are non-Star Wars related, and they're pretty good. Yeah, I had a buddy of mine who was really into those. I, I just never could get into them. I'll have to at least get through the audios because I am trying to cover all like the this, major this remastered version, stuff. though, because it's neat because they have the music and the sound effects and all these things. Well, it sucks because I was actually I actually had a like an unabridged reading and I was adding like sound effects and music and it sounds like yeah, someone yeah. already did that. So what a waste <laughs> of time! Well, practice. <laughs> it's just I was like a lot of hours upon hours that I put into that project. Kind of away, I was like, yeah, they want me to read this. I... Andrew, did you ever see that? The, uh, the first Clone Wars micro series or whatever the ones that came out. I saw those. some of them. I didn't see all of them though. You should watch those. The Glenn, I think they're do I have to watch those Gindy Tartakovsky stuff? Not what the first ones in Netflix are. That's like the series series. No, no, no. no. I don't know. You got to get the two D animation. They're not computer animated. Uh, no. They're like actual. They're drawn. made by the guy who you did Samurai Street. Jack in basically the same. Oh, I love that style. Animation though. stuff. Yeah. Oh, you got to get those. Those were awesome. They're so good. They can... really are good. Does Cartoon Network still have them? I wonder if they have them online. You can Who get knows? them on I've... a T-O-R-R-E-N-T if you're <laughs> I finally... Legally from the internet, as you're saying. Okay. Before they <laughs> yeah. disappeared, I actually got the two volumes on DVD, so I do you have them. You can buy them on DVD. I don't know how but hard they are I don't think they're in print anymore. It's one of those weird Lucasfilm things. Like, no, this yeah. is the only version of this that ever existed. It's like, you're basically just ripping off that yeah, guy. 
Netflix has them if, on weird, uh, rental. I don't think they're streaming though. But if you're on Netflix, you can actually get the DVDs or the Yeah, I'd like to watch that. And maybe want to like just listen to really books. Good. Maybe want to play these Star Wars games. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. I want to get yeah. into all this stuff now. It's like it's an addiction now. The real problem with any prequel materials, it's like that Clone Wars, not that one, not the good one, but the act, you know the computer animated one. Is that you know that all these guys are going to turn it's evil? It's all you ends in tears. Clone, yeah, you know well, the clones are bad. The problem with that Clone Wars series show, is you're supposed to relate to these clones. You know they have names. They're he's like trying characters. so hard to make you care about Anakin. That's the whole purpose. Didn't of that, that take place between Phantom Anakin and Anakin is a real hero. It's like he's not. He's a big wiener. When did that series come out? <laughs> when didn't they have like one between each movie or? I mean, clearly the, no, the what was awesome supposed about to be before the, the last the Tartakovsky hasn't Glom- turned evil yet, right? What was awesome about the Tartakovsky Clone Wars is it actually came out between Episode two and three. So I so remember told, before like, we see episode- like backstory, but yes, but they were in on stuff. Like Brooke sat me down and made me watch the like the last few episodes of it right before we went to see Episode three because All like it <laughs> Because it leads it leads directly into the, sto- the story of part yeah. three. <laughs> Strapped you down. Well, back the then last, we were still okay the last things. part of the last, the animated one, the good one. The last scene of that is the first scene in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, but you told me about you, you told me about that. Yeah, where it just leads. And so it's neat because it leads directly into it. Yeah, you should watch them because they're a lot of fun. Those are fun. How many are there? And they're like, like know, two they're seasons like, of it, or they're and they're yeah, like they're five minutes long. long. Yeah, they're like ten minute episodes. They're tiny. It might be an hour total for all of it, but they are. But yeah, that's they, what I, they've got a lot. Yeah, of I'm cool so stuff. ready for like you like you said that Rebels one looks a little kiddie and stuff. I'm so ready for the universe. They're really concentrated on these episodes and to get the first couple of spinoffs. But like we said before, I'm so excited for them to expand. Where it's like, yeah, the thing's so big. How about you make this weird, weird, gritty cowboy western thing? You know, like it's like a rated PG thirteen or R. Or you know, I, I mean, will there ever be an R rated Star Wars spinoff? Do you think? Mm, hopefully not. I think that's taking it I too far. I think it's interesting. PG thirteen is about as far no. as you need to go. I think they'll do it just like the Marvel movies. You know, they'll be PG thirteen. But I think now that I've seen that they can take a bunch of Marvel properties that are related and make them all work individually. I'm more excited about the spinoffs. At first, I thought that was terrible. Well, I'm excited about the spinoffs once they get past the known characters. Once you start doing, but now that I yeah. see that you can make Captain America movies that work on Absolutely. their own, you can make, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can make a Boba Fett movie that. Works. I mean, yeah, I mean, that whole if they get the right people. Yeah, if it's a good movie, if it's good, it's good. You know, it's so funny. We talked about like all those Marvel people going over to Star Wars, or like Josh Whedon and other people, but that was before Disney bought them. Yeah, now, <laughs> now you don't like, know. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, the same company. You get the same paycheck. They're all signed. Because they're already like, uh, yeah, all all Mar- all Star Wars comics is going to be done by Marvel now. Everyone's like, oh, I'm sure they'll work on some new Dark Wars. I mean, I don't know no, you, they're all going to be on Marvel I'm now. impressed, though, guys, because, I mean, we, we said, oh, James Gunn, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, Josh Whedon, he's, like, well, he's done some stuff. James Gunn was a big risk, but nobody cared about this franchise. So, yeah, it's like a, whoever, it's a mitigated risk on this thing. But the Rian Johnson thing, the Ryan Johnson thing for the Star Wars, that's the biggest mm-hmm. franchise of all time. And this is a guy who's made one indie big action uh, thing. Except for Twilight. He didn't make Twilight. What are you uh, talking about? Yeah, come on. I'm saying that Twilight is the biggest franchise of all time. Wow. Well, yeah, okay, come on. Whatever. Credit um, where you well, do, Andrew. Franchising, and merchandising fran- <laughs> franchise of all time. 
Non- Have you seen the trailer for Fifty Shades of Black? I am so right. there. Shades of right. Black. I love that. We'll keep it as that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know what I, I mean? It. Like, what I a big, lighter what, shades of pale. The Ryan Johnson thing, what a big risk. I mean, the fact that they're risking that. You would think, like, oh, yeah, we're going to bring J.J. Abrams in. We're going to bring Soderbergh in. We're going to bring Spielberg in. But they're, this is yeah. an indie instead director. they're trying to bring in Young. For two, they are kind of following the, the Marvel thing. It's like, fine, like, interesting I'm directors. I'm to think they know what that's they're balls, doing. That's balls, man. You know, I think that's crazy. I and they committed to two films with him. I was like, balls. whoa. The Disney Marvel movies have been better than the other ones. I like X-Men, though. But, you know, better than the Spider-Man movies, for sure. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm starting to think Mar- that Disney knows I think they know how to get, stuff. like, the I think they all know what they're doing. Yeah, to encourage the people. But, I mean... But I think that's more brave than anything. I like Ryan Johnson. I mean, I don't think, like you said, I mean, Sean and I both have the same opinion. We like his dialogue. Just like Abrams, we like his dialogue and character, but his plot's kind of crappy. So I think if you find the right directors who, can, who can't really bring it all together with the story beats, but they can make the yeah, moments. But they're going to hand yeah. you the story we'll beats anyway. we'll make the special effects for you. No, no problem. We'll make, you know, like John Favreau said, they'll make the boom. You just make the funny. And we'll keep going from there. And... I think that's interesting. I mean, that's the one I'm more looking, like, kind of looking forward to in a way is episode eight. It's like, what is that going to be? Somebody's writing. What is that? Hmm? What? I hear pencil scratching. That's I might better be That's probably Andrew's mic. Thoughts. He wears the... He, is that my thought? Uh, he does that thing on his... He wears that thing on whiskers. his phone. Like, he's, he's not on a real mic. It's rubbing into my oh. chest hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my plush <laughs> plume of. <laughs> you should read the yeah, Marvel comics too. I mean, that's a big thing. Can I get do. those I on the all uh, digital? I buy all well, my I don't. Know. I bet they will yeah. because they're just. Uh, we were just putting up. I just shared a thing where they're about to do these giant omnibus editions of the uh, original Marvel comics. Well, they already did release Howard Duck the first issue on there. On the digital version, you can get those on cheap. But I, I want the big. Uh, <laughs> but because I'm sure the internet can comes, Phil. <laughs> if I could recommend, Such an apparent thing to do. We're talking to four-year-olds. If too. I could recommend uh, any part of the expanded universe, it would be the Marvel comics because they were just so much fun. Because it happened during the movie, so it wasn't like. Like the, set, <clears> the problem is when you give eight. the whole story to people yeah. and then you tell them to go back, then it's just a bunch of cheeky prequel writing. But they were Marvel comics. Yeah. Though. How yeah, funny yeah. that like, yeah, there's like 107 <laughs> issues yeah, of the series. It starts right after the you know they started doing yeah, it right at Star They Wars. did it right at the and same they, time. It they, began yeah. the first six issues are an adaptation of the first Star Wars movie. Yeah. Interesting. And it goes to a little bit after like 2 years after Jedi came out. So but it's neat cuz in those first, you know, 30 issues before Empire comes out, there's all kinds of stuff that talks about Anakin, you know, his father and it, they clearly don't know that Vader's his dad. Oh, really? They're writing it to where so it's not Lucas they're writing it to where no, a lot of stuff. No, yeah. Lucas agreed yeah, to everything. Yeah, there were things I guess, they weren't allowed to you know, do. They, but nobody knew what the real story was. So you know, when things get retconned, they get written out of some of that earlier stuff. Just got completely written out of the expanded universe because it was so off the wall that they hadn't established. We really should do. Let, let's put a pin in this because we we surely could do an expanded universe and talk about this kind of stuff. And I've been dying for that. The whole reason I started doing this research was so we could do an episode, and then I had so much research I could literally write a book about it. I'll send you, Andrew. There's one storyline that I'll send it to the Alex. Comics? Yeah, there was a storyline that I loved 
involved the girl that Luke was yeah, following. Yeah, Shara Bree, I think was her name. It, Rebels. Yeah, and it became like oh, yeah, it be, yeah. all this intrigue started happening. It was really interesting. Yeah, that was I'll, a good storyline. Should I start? From oh the yeah. Beginning? That, Read them I'll all. Look these, I'll look in the you, iPad. If you there's, want to read all of them, but, but there's, there's some also silly hidden stuff treasure. In there. There's, there's it, hidden though. treasure in there, and some of the silly stuff yeah. is part of the treasure in there. Like the giant six foot like green rabbit guy. That's awesome. Yeah, well, that's not a. That that's now I really like that's the part too. That's there's awesome. a storyline where they're in this like gambling space station. Mm -hmm. That was a good storyline that went through six or seven issues. That was really good. But for the most part, read it all though, Andrew. It's so much fun. If you're willing to read them all, read them all. I'll read it. I mean, yeah, like I my 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 doors have been open with this, this heir to the empire thing. So I just stepped into yeah. a much larger world. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's an in, there's an infamous scene in the very first Star Wars comics where Vader is like standing behind Tarkin and all them while they're doing their you know, talk about the rebels and stuff. And there's like a cup of coffee on the table, and Vader holds his hand up, and coffee like floats across the room into Vader's hand. What's funny? That is, that, weird. that is weird because is, I was reading the. Yeah, because like, how's he even gonna drink that shit? <laughs> that's they didn't just. Ma I thought that was just Howard Chaykin having fun, but it, I was reading the novelization, and that scene is in the novel too. Like that goes back. Like that apparently, Darth Vader well, drinking coffee must like have been part of an original draft. Well, well, what Darth, Darth Vader can enjoy a hot cup of Joe. Well, every that's what's weird about reading the books too, because there's a moment in that too where Luke's like uh, in Coruscant making hot chocolate. Because before stuff. it's like, yeah, they're just drinking like some weird kind of creatures milk yeah. or something. You but then he's, apparently they have it's chocolate. Like, oh, and but he's like, oh, yeah, Lando created this exotic drink. It's hot chocolate. Like, oh, wait a second, has Lando been there? I'm like. Oh, they have to, yeah, they have to start putting yeah. in, like... Oh, really? Lando brings some universe, hot chocolate? Guess, you know. Really? That's an exotic drink. I thought it was some kind of crazy... <laughs> Lando is I thought it was some chocolate. crazy, That's like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, have you guys seen the Lego movie? Yeah. Yeah. I like no. the part when Lando yeah. comes out and says, hey, talking to the girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cheesy. They need to make a Lando. If they don't make a Lando yeah. spin-off, I'm going to be I know, man. I'm just going to get so like, mad. Oh, nice cape. Let me point one more thing about Guardians before we go. <laughs> yes, Guardians, drag it back on topic. There was something that else that kind of bothered me. Uh -oh. Not uh, bad, but something else I thought was The weird. whole movie. It, his character, you know, he's a terror in there. And he leaves when he's like 10 years old or 8 years old or something. He's, he makes references throughout the movie to things that have hey, happened what? on Earth. As a 10-year-old, he was familiar with Jackson Pollock. Yeah, That's stuff true. like that. Then mm -hmm. I'm like, I like how I didn't realize how it's just very knowledgeable of Earth. Maybe they didn't keep up with it. Maybe they didn't keep up with it. No, nothing says that the rest of the universe is ignorant of of Earth culture. He may have been. Kept, it made me he may have kept if track maybe of. He'd gone back to. Well, he may have yeah, kept yeah, track yeah. of yeah. Earth culture and and stuff. But no I like saying it didn't happen. I kind of thought that way too. Like when he made a reference to Footloose, I kind of thought. Time though, like where that's the music, because he'd be listening to Thriller and stuff if he came back farther. Like I like the idea that he was frozen in that time. That I'm gonna have to watch it again, but I seem to remember their references to historical things that happened after that. What what is the year when he gets taken? I mean, he's like like 85 or something. Eighty-five. Yeah, they say they say, don't they, in the beginning scene? What what the year is? I think Looking they did. I Jesus don't recall God. if they said the year or not. I think well, they did. Well, there's inevitably going to be those things. But for he knows I know a it said lot the 80s, of the kind of said stuff a specific year. for a kid that left when he was just a kid. But but you know maybe he's gone back and kept 1988. track of 
So he's about like he's probably about like three years old. Oh, 1988. Wow. Okay. In the movie. I th- I didn't see on the tape that she gave him where she wrote down the artist, but he knew the artist of all the songs. Well, she so probably maybe, talked to him about you know, maybe it. Maybe he's. I mean, maybe or maybe he's gone back to Earth. Actually, he act- you know, there's no Chris reason Pratt why he actually, couldn't. Chris have. Pratt is actually three years older than me too. So <laughs> that actually works out. Then. He is actually <laughs> yeah he is actually 35 years funny. old, so it would work out. That he was ten years old when they took him. Interesting. How yeah. interesting. So he's seen the Back to the Future movies. I'm assuming as a child. It's, yeah, yeah. That was three years ago. I mean, he's seen the second one. If maybe. his sick mother was able <laughs> to take him. No, he oh, he's got other family members, obviously. And, and he, and he, he knows the legendary epic of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, but say he knows Footloose. <laughs> yeah, that's see that yes. was funny because. I don't think a kid his age would have gone to see Footloose. When I was a kid, I didn't really watch Footloose, but I loved the soundtrack. When I was a kid, Yeah, I had the soundtrack as a kid, too, oddly enough. Well, it had Holding Out for a Hero. I don't remember why, but I had it. I've never actually watched that movie. Look, that's a great soundtrack, man. There's lots of good tracks. That is a good one. Oh, yes. So he watched it on Betamax. He watched it on Betamax or something, so, I mean, he saw it. Or maybe yeah. he just heard the legend of it from his mother. He's like, we can't see it now because we Man. can't afford a four, you know, a thousand dollar VCR. Yeah, well, I'm saying like '87, '88 <laughs> VCRs were expensive, and tapes back in those days for the kids who are listening that aren't old like us. When a movie came out in the theater, it would be like three years right. before it came out. My on dad VHS. bought it like weird. 80, but it's, no, '88. Yeah, '88 weren't that expensive. And you could also rent them. You didn't have to buy kid, it. Like well, the VHS still were, in like '87, '88 were still like five hundred dollars. Yeah. for the players. Oh Which yeah. Is, I mean, hell, I remember when, when did the Challenger explode? That was on my birthday. That was '86. So I know <laughs> I had one back then. Nice going, Andrew. Thanks. Yeah, we hey, had hey, a, Greg, a cheap space thing. Yeah. Apollo so, I mean, one burned on my birthday too. So, oh my god! <laughs> it's January twenty eighth. Yeah. Is a bad. Damn, I wanted to be an astronaut. Yeah, you know exactly like, a rabbit's foot for them. I wanted to be an astronaut when I was a kid. I was like, nope, that's not a good idea. <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> I'd take my birthday off if you were one. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So that's something that I need to watch again to. To pick apart particularly, but I do. I just remember thinking that was weird. But there's no reason he could have gone back to Taryn or Tara, or he just got her. like you know. Well, like I said, they weren't cut off from information. Like he could have known things about Earth. He could. I, know, have... I love the idea that he didn't know anything. I love the idea that he was stuck culturally, stranded. Was <laughs> Alyssa Milano was on Who's the Boss? Right, that's what she was on right at that time. Yeah, I love the idea that he names his ship that because everybody was in love. Yeah. And he's like, that's my ship, the Milano. <laughs> I don't get it. I didn't even yeah, catch that's what his ship's name is, the Milano, because it's because like, of Alyssa Milano. I didn't catch that either, no. I didn't get that either. That's funny. I did not catch that. I think that's that's the charm of it, though, is that he was this kid. Yeah, like, oh, I'm going to name my ship this thing, because that was my crush, and that's all I know from everybody else is blue. You think they're going <laughs> to, in the next movie, are they going to tie this into the Infinity Gauntlet I don't stuff, know if the next movie, but you can bet Avengers 3, one of them's going to show up. You can bet, because be oh, what they're smart the about now, one. what they ought to be doing is doing an Avengers 3 that has nothing to do with the Infinity Gauntlet, and then it'll have, it'll you can be do like Infinity a Gauntlet. spin-off movie that's Infinity Gauntlet that has the Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy and no, whoever I, the hell I else think, they no, brought I think in. Avengers, I think Avengers 2, then they'll make a Guardians 2. I think Avengers 3, I think some of the Guardians... Well, Avengers well, 3 is going to be Thanos. They've said that. The, the Avengers... Th- well, I mean, they keep showing Thanos. Yeah, Avengers... They can't... He's got to be involved Yeah, they point. can't stretch it out well, far the there. Avengers 3 is going to be Thanos. Wasn't the Thanos thing supposed to be Thanos. part 3? 
They've, he's he's signed be. up for three movies at least. Yeah, because they've already Just shown that three. Would be the Infinity yeah, they've already start, shown three gems, so they have to show, you know. They've shown three gems. They've shown the one in Thor: The Dark World, which is like the reality gem. They've shown the Tesseract, which is one. The Mind Gem, which oh. which is on Loki's staff, is three. And they've shown one in this. Oh, okay. That's four. See, I didn't actually, even, I didn't know that that was one of the ones. That's on four, staff. actually. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so this would be four. I said I saw some article about. Well, that's what makes us more. I need to go rewatch in the grand tradition of people just chasing random objects in Marvel movies, it, just make them all connect to some bigger thing. Well, it has to be some. There was an article in Vulture about like I'm Guardians is good, but I'm tired of people like these these objects like destroying worlds and everybody's just chasing after this object. And I was like, well, that's kind of the point. They're like building to a story, but he's like, yeah, and it's like kind of just mythology gobbledygook. And he had a link, and it was a link to the Infinity Gem thing. I was like, well, that's the canon. I mean, if you're gonna say that's gobbledygook, yeah, then don't it's from the movie. freaking it's from see the movie. Yeah. It's like, I mean, that's what it is. It's a comic book movie. It's not like you know, we're not this saying didn't actually happen. You know, uh, yeah, that, that's the point. It's kind of weird that, I mean, do they ever even say who hired him to go steal that at the beginning of the movie? He just takes I think it he to does this other buyer. dealer. Well, that they don't Yonder say who that guy's buyer is. When he found that's out. Like... Yeah, but we know it's not the bad guy. No, it's not Thanos, either. but it could be the so collector. That, that means there's, there's a whole well, no, other we know. person. It, uh, it, it's the collector. It is the collector. It's the well, collector. It probably. They, they, because the girl yeah, they, is they, taking it to they, sell it to the collector. Uh, Star Lord yeah, doesn't know, but the other lady does. Or is that the same person necessarily that hired? I don't think we. I don't think What's they say. The I thought there was a line of dialogue in there where they basically acknowledge that it was the collector. I can't remember exactly I don't how think it they went say. down. There's but potential the, for it to be someone else. It's kind of weird that everyone starts looking for this thing at the same time. I wonder how it So got what are the other two gems where they're going to be in Avengers or There's two more gems. Who knows? Maybe Doctor Strange will find one. Better better not be in Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield. Oh, they're not going to put anything <laughs> important in Agents of Shield, don't worry. I got You know what? They really turned it Brooks, around. Yeah, after they it passes back. the time. It's a great show for that. <laughs> no. No, I'm going to give them props. It really turned around after they came back. Yeah, and the only thing that was kind of weird about is that Paxton was kind of hamming it up. Yeah, but the storyline really yeah. worked. I like that. But that was, was kind of fun. He made it up in Edge of Tomorrow. I but... really, really got mad at that character, too, man. The guy that That's what I liked about it, though, because I everybody. always thought the guy was boring. Oh, and, like, Lord, all of a sudden, so they gave him like yeah. something like, oh, he's actually yeah. interesting. I thought that guy was boring as hell. Well, it's kind of neat, though, that, that, I mean, the Captain America 2 and that are kind of Yeah, that they responded. So like, you yeah. can see them rebuild. They're rebuilding S.H.I.E.L.D. and you're now in Captain America, I guess. We're going to see Avengers 2 before anything else, right? I guess, yep. yeah. They finished filming Avengers. The next big it's Marvel June movie. The next year. It's like eight months away. So yeah, yeah, I think that, so. Is anything else coming out? No. Yeah. Oh, Ant Man. Ant Man. They haven't so. even start, They just started shooting Ant Man. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the plan for Ant Man is. Because I was like, Comic Con was like a week ago, and they said, oh, we're going to start shooting in two weeks. But it's supposed to come out in a year. So <laughs> I don't know. That's going to be the two. Because they That's have two why I'm most worried about it. Not the Edgar Wright thing. I think it's, it's it seems like a, a tiny time frame. They're just now shooting the new Game of Thrones, which just makes me go, "Oh, it's going to be forever." It'll be well, next like, year. They're just no, now. No, they just be now next year. That's what they always it. do. It'll be March. Yeah, it'll, it'll be March. Know, so, yeah. Right now, it doesn't. Like a long time. It always feels a, like a long time. I need a Game break from Game of Thrones. 
It'll go by. We'll start doing more. Like right now, they're like, oh, it's a whole year? I'm like, good, good. Let me go ahead and give you guys a fair warning, man. Are you going to do a spoiler thing, Brooks? Spoilers. If you're going to spoil us, I'm going to kill you. No, I'm trying to help you avoid spoilers. Don't read. Don't watch the trailer. Don't watch the trailer for The Walking Dead. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. I said that last time. It's four minutes long, I and I quit it at two minutes because it spoils how they get out of the thing. You're like, it it shows yeah, everything. Oh, it sucks. It spoils. I was too so much, mad. Yeah. I'm like, that was such an interesting predicament they were in. Don't. Yeah, we and didn't talk to you. Like the instant you turn it on, it, it's like, okay, well that's. We didn't over. talk to you about so that. Don't Brooks. don't watch it. It was the first time that I was excited to see what happens next. I'm like, yeah, well, ugh. now I kind of know. Yeah, it made me so mad. I was like, ugh. I know they. I guess there's no way around it. I shouldn't have watched it. They should have put a warning or something. They should have put a warning yeah, on absolutely. it. Yeah, because I was so mad. I was like, I'm gonna watch it. I will, oh. Maybe the that's the truth. Is they that never should have made a goddamn trailer. Yeah, you know, you don't it. need a trailer. I was gonna watch Walking it. Dead. I was more excited about this than even the premiere episode of Walking Dead. So. Or if you're gonna do a trailer, do it just like the first like like minute. Of you know, or just of show a bunch of scary like zombies. Yeah, you don't even yeah. have to show the characters like at all. Knives in the eyes and <laughs> yeah, just show zombies. Just show something scary. Anyway, don't watch it if you haven't seen Sean, it. Sean, don't that's, watch that's, it. That's that's my warning for you. I w- now let me give you some spoilers. There's one quick thing too. Like I watched after watching Guardians of the Galaxy, I've been looking at the Marvel case and I'm like, man, you know what? I haven't watched Captain America since I watched it in the theaters, and that was the one that was like, yeah. Eh. The Winter Soldier? No, the first one. Or the first one. I watched that That's again, actually. I, I watched the Winter Soldier I haven't again. seen the Winter That's Soldier. I'm really it's mad great. About that. That's a great I movie. Get, I didn't get a chance to see it in the theater. You talked about that. And it's not Sean, out on yeah, TV. It's a great movie. And I was like, I do think it's a great movie. It's better than Gardens of the Galaxy in a lot of ways. It's a, it's a great kind of movie. Well, don't spoil it because I'm totally not going to I, watch it. I watched the, the first one again because I was kind of blase on that the first time. It's a great movie. It's a one. It's a really good movie because once you know what's going to happen, you kind of just watch it as a movie. That guy does a great job. And the too. funny thing too is that the funny thing too is that the Red Skull dies in that the same way all the people in Guardians of the Galaxy die because he touches the one of the gems and he dis, he like disintegrates. That's the first time but that happens. You know how like the I need to watch. Yeah, it you know how no, the girl die. does that, and she he does die. He says. I think. But you know how the girl does that? No, he and she, doesn't. Like, Didn't you see her... he get he get the Bifrost stuff on him? Well, they well, leave they it in the movie. The same like, thing starts happening, dead. though. Yeah, but yeah, he's not necessarily but dead. I... Yeah, but what I'm saying is yeah. the same <laughs> thing happens, though. His skin starts coming off. I was like, oh, my yeah. God, this is exactly like just Guardians of the Galaxy that I just watched, and this movie was four years before that. I was like, oh, this, th- these, like, 20 mm. movies that they're making are going to be this kind of 20 or whatever it's going to be that's going to be fun i think in the end and isn't that yeah. neat it's you know the comics used to do that the comics had different titles different teams but the storylines would sometimes cross between but, and it was uh, it, it was a marketing thing because they it made still you go buy that. all this but that's what, like i got that's what blew my like, mind is, buy. That, is that effect mm. but it's the effect of the skin coming off the face you know what happens to that oh, girl yeah. and the collectors yeah. it was the same that red skull i was like oh my Crossover. god this is exactly that is the cool. same it's cool that they're consistent yeah, it, because that means that they're putting. They had a plan like four years, five years ago when they started making it, which is kind of cool. I think it's going to be neat. I think when they finish all this, that or James Gunn just said, "Man, bases. that's cool. I want my guys to do that." <laughs> I when like they that touch skin disintegrating hey, thing. That's pretty cool. Guys, like can, can we wrap this up? Yeah. I've got a. We're yeah, good because yeah, I gotta go to bed. He wants to close okay. off the episode. Old man. Hmm? Uh, 
<laughs> We're gonna end the episode with the Stark word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Stark truth. I'm sorry, I messed it up. <laughs> well, I love Guardians. Yeah, I just, I just think that's the kind of movie yeah. they need yeah, to be making. I think the fact movie. that there's six people on this trip proves that. Yes. I know this this summer needed it. You know, we we need that every summer. But <laughs> TV, my dinner needed it. Nothing else would bring us all but together. Don't you think? And Sean, don't you think it's weird that like the fact that for you, especially, and I kind of for me after I rewatched it, Captain America is the bookend, and this is the other bookend of the summer, and they're the best movies of the summer. Marvel's just owning it the, right now. You know, Mar- I want to go see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I I think uh, that looks cool. The, <laughs> well, I'll say this: <laughs> oh. no one on the internet likes Have it, fun. but I don't go based on. I hate. I was the reason I wanted to see Guardians when in the for <laughs> opening I, weekend a is I hate knowing what people say about a movie, good or bad. But <clears throat> so what? People hated this movie before it ever came out, so I'm not going to listen to them. I saw Matrix, the third Matrix, like the fourth week it was out, and everybody hated it. It's like, no, it's fine. That's what I mean. I think I know what to expect from this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. If you see it and you don't care about it, you're like, yeah, whatever. I didn't. I mean, that's not true. If you don't care, if you're not passionate. No, actually, I I actually. Well, I don't know that I'm passionate about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I do care about. (laughs) That was one of my favorite comics, also, growing up as a kid. Yeah, I love Ninja Turtles. But I think I, I think I've, I, I oh, think I got I their number. The when I'm, I'm looking at comics. this trailer, I think I've got their number. I think I know what to expect. But I, I want to go and find out for myself. I'm not that worried about it. Avenger oh, Money, Greg. It's Avenger Money. Like, do that. I kind of want to see Guardians. Throw it again. away. That's one of the one only movie this summer that I kind of want to see. Yeah, again. I've read a lot. I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. I think I would enjoy I'm, that. I'm right there with yeah. you. I think I would Yeah, it's the only one I've had the urge to do it. One of my friends had been three times and it hadn't even been out here yet. I was like, yeah, I kind of want to, like, you kind of want to absorb the comedy stuff. It's enjoyable. That's what you want to absorb the next time. I know, I know people have seen it two or three times. And that's gonna make it a big. I want to see next week because Turtles beat it this week and they made forty million dollars in second place, which is a lot of money. But I'm gonna love to see Guardians. Yeah, and they've made like 300 worldwide already. Like surpass Turtles next week because Turtles has had horrible press and nobody likes it. So yeah, everybody's going going to watch it just to diss it. There's no competition. People say, yeah, might as well watch it again. Yeah, Yeah, they're not gonna get beat by the expense. That's one thing too. Is like I think Avengers might be a better movie. I like Avengers, but I didn't want to see Avengers again. I didn't have that urge, but I had the urge to see Guardians of the Galaxy again. In the theater, I saw Avengers. It, we, twice I got the soundtrack right, the other day, and as soon as you get the soundtrack and put it on, you're like, "I need to go watch this movie again." <laughs> All right, Jesus. All right, so that that was nice. Okay, you can listen to other episodes. Of TV at my dinner at TV at my dinner dot com. You can go to forum TV at my dinner dot com. We are reopening you know, the forum. You need to because. The forum is yeah, working. I'm tired of putting stuff on the Facebook. It's true. Thing. It's, I'm it's not enjoying. That's why we're going back to the forum. I, the Facebook will be there. I'm going to start do putting we, stuff do there. Forum? The forum? Well, something. that's what yeah, I think I we should do. I really yeah, miss the, the, of... the community of the forum, and everyone does. Like, I think we need a new forum site. I like the Facebook, but I miss a forum. I miss a forum. And I'm Greg. Okay. You got me. I don't like that. I'll back to the forum. Forum is a thing now. We're bringing it back. Okay. Poor Greg's Greg. about to just hang up. And Greg, yeah, say your last just, word. Yeah, Go. Really. Go. And I'm Greg. I'm Greg. I'm Greg. Okay, so, so there you that. I am Greg. Greg. I am Greg. I am Greg. We are Greg. We are Greg. <laughs>
I'm Sean. I'm Brooks. I don't know what. Well, this is like you guys' original crew got to go first. There's too many people. Go, Greg. What? Just go, go next. I am Greg. I am Andrew. Is that everyone? Fe this is Gary. Featuring Lynn. <laughs> Special appearance by Lynn. Lynn. I always go last so. now, Brooks. I always go last. Special star, Lynn. Yeah, she's oh, the well, featuring. That, I'm me. I'm me. Go. I'm Lynn. Yay. <laughs> we all should have just said I am Greg at the end. It was... <laughs> we are Greg. Greg. One, two, we three. Are we are Greg. We are Greg. Have fun with that. <laughs> well, we're across the This will be easy to edit because we haven't been in sync in anything. We've talked about this whole conversation. We just go to the end and say we are Greg. All right. Okay. So we'll be back next time. Who knows? I guess we won't be talking about Teenage Mutant Turtles because I apparently I'm the only one who's going to watch it. Uh, I don't. I don't think. I won't. I won't press you guys. I won't watch it. I'd like I to do a Teenage like Mutant Ninja Turtles retro at some point. I would love you to do, do a retrospect. I will, I will pirate the hell out of it. Right. Right. I don't want to give them money. Okay. I already made sixty-five million. All right. Good night, right. world. Welcome. Don't forget to visit our forum at www.forum.tv8mydinner.com. Did you see there's a there's a story on <laughs> I just saw like a stereo gum or something about like hell was discovered and they, they Finally. apparently they made it they made a new um, guitar center in Times Square, and they had some guy took a video with their phone, and it's like 50 guys, or I mean, it's like 10 guys in there, all playing guitar and all these different metal things. And it's like this is literally, yeah. No, you should watch it. You should watch it. Look it up. I'm like it's Stereo Gum, and look up Sounds of Hell Guitar Center Stereo Gum, <laughs> and it's like and that does but it literally awesome. is. It's like the literal sounds of hell. He's like, because it sounds like that. It's kind of creepy because all these people are riffing on Metallica things and all these things, but they're all doing separate things, and it's insane. <laughs> you should watch it.